good, man. Doing good. Was, up, Full day today. Oh my gosh. This, this episode is jam packed. Like I, I got so much stuff to say, like on like my personal life and all this stuff and like banter, but we can't do too much because we got a, a jacked up lineup for you. That's right. That's right. So today's theme, we're actually going with a do-it-yourself artist. Now that's a little bit vague, but what we mean is people that had to adjust for some reason. I mean, we had the coronavirus that really forced all of us to be innovative with how we're presenting and creating our music and honing our craft. So we really want to focus on people that had to take it onto themselves and figure this out on their own. Um, one of our inspirations was our own journey. V, you and me, man, we had to figure this out on our own. We, uh, you did most of the legwork there, <laughs> but, but like no one's no one's holding our hand through this, and uh, we're growing a little bit. So, uh, can you tell us some of the feedback that we got for this theme? Yeah, so far the like the the thing is like the show is growing. We're on again multiple platforms. Um, I think people are just starting to take notice that we're you know an artist based community. We're trying yeah. to connect yeah. with artists. We're trying to big everyone up and. Um, that's, that's, what's up, you know, we're genuine intentions to, to help the community here. And, right. um, yeah. So, so earlier this week, I put out an ask to everyone out there. Hopefully you guys saw on Instagram or, uh, we, we had it posted on our Instagram, but I was asking people to share some of the ways that they have done it themselves. And we did get some pretty good responses. V, I know you were moderating some of that sort of stuff. What, uh, what were people saying? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it was because you asked it and like you're, you're such a great um, interviewer and, um, you know, maybe people are just, uh, you know, tired of hearing my voice, especially on Facebook, like the community. We've got uh, so many people that are just starting to engage. We're almost at 100 members. Oh, so, wow. yeah, almost there. All right. uh, 20 subscribers on YouTube. So thank oh, you to everyone. Oh. And uh, we're mm -hmm. slowly building up Twitch as well. But yeah, the community, I'm, I'm just going to ream off uh, everyone who sure. participated. And we thank you so much. Um, we had Paul talking about in terms of do it yourself, making beats. Michael Bones, he was asking um, different questions of himself creatively. Uh, uh -huh. Reina, she's learning uh, chords on the piano and exploring new apps to record her videos with, um, which is fantastic. Same with Helen, she's learning this app or a program called Camtasia to record her seminars and her um, online videos, which is awesome. Ramel, he's uh, learning a new instrument. And you know Ramel, he's part of uh, he Heavy Ethics, the piano player, and he's learning oh, yeah. ukulele. And he's, he's look looking for different ways to support um, his musical friends and, yeah. and just analyzing music differently. And of course, nice. uh, you, you also know Paige, who uh, was one of our features. She's learning how to, to develop a routine and she's learning um, yoga in, oh, in the yeah. midst of all that and like healthcare and, and stuff like that. So that's fantastic. Robin, of course, he's he's learning how to take care right. of his plants. So shout, hey. out to, shout out to his plants, Slurry yeah. and Momo. Um, shout outs to my carrots, baby. <laughs> yeah. And, and um, last but not least, um, our indie feature, Aaron, he's uh, Aaron Fairchild. He's learning about time management and not staying in the studio uh, to, to, too long yeah. so just you know sectioning off that time so that's from the community and we want to shout all wow. those people out and and show love you know that's really awesome that people are starting to get engaged with some of those questions and 
like the one from Robin, uh, it wasn't necessarily having to do with music or art, right? So we love to hear feedback just about everyday life too and how we can improve because, you know, having some plans, that, that helps with your mental health, that helps calm yourself, that helps bring you a little bit of peace and give you a little bit of focus. So, you know, it's, it, it helps all the way around. Um, I myself um, am looking to get back into yoga, to get back into better breathing and right. to get back into better stretching and circulation. Um, Absolutely. So yeah, and then V, I know you've been doing a ton for yourself, man. Whether it's recording at home, getting new microphones, setting up the show, like you've been all over the map with this. Yeah, it's been it's been a hard, and I kind of re- relate to um, you know Aaron and like kind of sectioning off the time and and yeah. just getting into a little bit better of a workflow situation because I'm doing so many different things um, now with the community and with my own art, and um, it's just you know, you really have to balance that, that time. So, yeah. um, yeah, but I do appreciate the community for sure, because it's giving me some, some, some more inspiration, momentum and, and shout outs to Jay and Jody watching right now, um, in the community. And hopefully we get more people uh, commenting. We'll, we'll give out some more shout outs, but, Uh um, I think, I think that's a good, uh, you know, spark, uh, spot to, to dive in. What do you say? Sure. Yeah, let's do it. So, we're featuring two artists. Um, both of us got, uh, we challenged each other to find uh, an artist that embodied this sort of do-it-yourself theme that we were trying to integrate into our show today. So the artist that I found was Masego. Uh, and I know V, you had a, it was new for you to the point that uh, you had some problems with pronouncing the name. And to be honest, I don't even know if I'm saying it correctly. Sounds but right. It sounds like it sounds a good right. Yeah, it sounds good. He sounds like a Masego. He does. Um, so <laughs> below there, I have a couple of tracks that I think that people should check out. Navajo and Tadao. Uh, Tadao specifically has an interesting story. Tadao, 70 million views on YouTube this song has. Wow. And and I don't know, V, man, he, he recorded this on one take the first time. They weren't planning this. This is an improvised session that these guys did. So one thing with Masego is that that really kind of gravitated me to him and his story mm-hmm. was that he, he got denied um, schooling. He couldn't get into music school because he didn't have any sort of classical training so okay. he wasn't able to you know take that route to become a successful artist so instead he learned everything he knew off of youtube tutorials and oh, really? that's how he honed his craft crazy through that through that he was able to teach himself 16 different instruments 16 was, really i know he does sax and drums and piano well i that's guess right. that, those will definitely be in, included but yeah go on sorry yeah, yeah. So um, I just think that it's really interesting that he he just took it upon himself to teach himself how to do this. If no one else is going to do it, I'm going to do it myself. And and he did other things. So you do mention that he plays the saxophone. One thing that he did, what that he did, sorry, was he joined his school's swimming team. And the reason why he did that was because he wanted to specifically be able to strengthen his lungs, which would then oh. help him as a saxophone player to be able to take deeper breaths and hold his notes longer and such. Wow. I was like, that's some outside of the box thinking right there. Just that stat alone, I was like, yeah, he's going to be my artist of the week because I was really blown away by this guy. Yeah. How did you even find that out? Like, that's that's strange to me to, like, you know, to, to connect the dots like that. <laughs> you yeah. Know, yeah. People just uh, go for swimming to just, you know, do something different and, you know, low impact on the knees. Um, but <laughs> a little bit of rehab, you know, exactly. you, you know, exactly. Yeah. Interesting. I, I did find something interesting about his videos. Like I, sure. you know, cause it was your artist. I didn't dive too deep on him <laughs> with the swimming, but, um, I did find it interesting in a few of his videos, Tadal, like his official video, not his like yeah. jam session video. 
and right. his other one, Veg Out, he with with the the song titles, he uses like whether it be um, I don't know jewelry or um, like cups or something. He he's spelling out the names of his vi- of of the songs throughout each video. I don't know if you noticed that. I did not notice that at all. Yeah, um, go back and and yeah. notice it. Yeah, like the names okay. of the songs. So with um, Veg Out, he whether it be like you know some lettuce on the wall and spelling veg out with it and then like going and then like you know what i mean throughout the whole video but different ways and and he does that in tadao as well so i don't know what 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 the story is behind that but i found that pretty cool well his sound is very like improvisational like it doesn't it's not lyric heavy you know um although navajo is like a a proper kind of commercial song but one thing that i I read about him was that when he goes on tour and he's performing concerts Mm-hmm. He said that he'll prep a song list, but it's just a piece of paper. It doesn't mean anything because when he gets on stage, he's just feeding off of the crowd. Right. And he'll just create something new right on that spot. That's and so, yeah. sometimes, yeah, sometimes or whatever feels good in that moment. And, and that's a banger, right? So, I mean, I wish I could be that talented to just be able to pick up any instrument. And maybe if I apply myself and just study YouTube, then, then my solution is there. But uh, this guy's blowing my mind right now, and he's just starting, right? Like he's he's you're gonna see hear about this guy in a year or two. Um, okay, yeah. That other yeah. guy he worked with too. If you guys do check out that Tadao video, the other artist that's on that track, French Kiwi Juice, French Kiwi Juice, French Kiwi Juice is his name. But he is another artist that is also like kind of a self-taught multiple musician guy, just making his own stuff. So, um, but not everyone has to learn how to be a talented musician. Uh, in terms of learning all these instruments to be a, a successful artist, definitely, uh, definitely not. Good point. So, Good point. Yeah. But so let's let's transition because because uh, I know Grimes. I mean, I don't know much about Grimes, but she's a completely different sound than than what I just uh, integrated there with Masego. Uh, can you describe her sound? Like, what kind of genre would you say Grimes? She's all over the place. It's kind. Of, I kind of read a quote where it's just like, um, everything you've heard. She's everything you've heard. And nothing you've heard at the same time. Ah, I just talked about that with Jeff while you were making your tea. <laughs> oh, that same quote. Oh, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, she's oh. she's amazing, dude. Like just a creative genius. Um, so the reason why I chose her as a do-it-yourself artist is, <clears throat> excuse me, a little horse in the throat there. Um, the reason why I chose her is because she actually, um, from a from a different uh, side of do-it-yourself, she. Mm-hmm. You know, she obviously performs, writes her own music. Um, she mixes, masters her own music. She develops her own cover art, and she also um, con- she also develops the concepts for her music videos as well as edits her own music videos. So, yeah, like, and I don't know if there's any artists out there who are who are watching this. Um, to, to be able to do all of that is like, that is really, really hardcore, really exceptional. Like it's so, so hard. You don't understand. So Grimes is, is uh, entangled with Elon Musk, right? Do you think that maybe Elon Musk developed some sort of computer program to do this stuff for her? No, oh, man, uh, she was doing this way no? before. No, really? dude, dude, dude. Yeah. She, she was like, she's been, so she started like, I guess, like in 2007, like um, on MySpace, she started, her name actually originated from MySpace. 
um, because she listed her her top three genres were grime, grime, and grime. You could have three uh, genres you could you could choose. Okay. I think and, I vaguely remember that. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, she didn't really even know what grime was, but I guess I guess she was really drawn to it. Grime, and yeah. yeah, so she 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 chose Grimes as her her name, and you know she started off on Garage Band. Speaking of do it yourself, you know, and we're gonna once we have. Oh, I remember Garage Band. Yeah. Like it's it comes with Mac and like the Mac um software oh, yeah. <laughs> and and just like like uh you know uh Jeff is gonna be talking about there's you know it's a it's a good entry level for artists to to start their music production and she really started developing and you asked me about her genre and it's like all yeah. over the place she's got ethereal twee um, synth pop like. You know, you've got all these kind of experimental elements, but at the foundation, it's pop. And you okay. can hear, you know, tons of different things in her music. And specifically in that song I've linked out there, those are some of my favorite ones and some of the ones that she's, you know, more, more or less known for. Um, Which one is her most popular song out of that? I don't think I've heard of any of those songs. Oh really? Um, I want to say Oblivion or Genesis, D Delete Forever. So. Her favorite album of her body of work, I think she has like six or seven albums, um, is her latest one. And it's called Miss Anthropocene. Anthropocene, I'm probably messing up the pronunciation, but it's, it's part of your thing. Miss Anthropocene, yeah, it is kind of my thing now, I guess, <laughs> after this week. But um, yeah, she she's um yeah, like on this track Delete Forever from from that album, is she's she's got this acoustic guitar sample um that sounds like really you know um like she's playing it but it's a sample like a loop but she also plays uh the violin on it she also plays the banjo on it and the thing about grimes that i love you know we've talked about this on um other tracks before but i really love um artists with unique voices and her voice is so it can be really haunting or it can yeah. be very beautiful and innocent and it's just marvelous That's how, right. you know, like it, it's just marvelous how she kind of walks that, that um, line. And, and as a person, she's so bizarre and, and unique, you know, she's into yeah. video games. She's into um, Japanese anime. You, mm -hmm. you mentioned she, she's, you know, um, with Elon Musk. So she's yeah. in, she's into some kind of, you know, sci-fi elements as well right so it, it's such a really creative uh mind that that that's really why you know we're, we're kind of featuring her and she's won a bunch of juno awards for her so, work yeah uh, your your description of her uh haunting innocence i think that that's pretty much how i would nail it there is something like i don't know ethereal haunting kind of external about her voice uh, but there is a lot of innocence in it too. Yeah, you're right, 100%. That, that's what I would nail her voice sound like to me. Um, but yeah, she's definitely a, a, a dreamer. She's outside the box and she, she's doing Canada proud. She really should get a little bit more love here, to be honest. Yeah, born in Vancouver and then moved to Montreal. And then I think she eventually moved down to the States and I think she's in LA now. I'm not 100% on that, but I, it makes sense because that's where I guess Elon Musk is too, right? Or this space station or whatever yeah. he is. So, so one more quick point about Grimes, which I thought was really interesting because, yeah. you know, we're talking about pandemic and isolation. 
uh-huh. um, in, in previous weeks. Um, so her breakout album called Visions, which is 2012, like that's, you know, the, the album that really got her on a little bit more of a, a f- famous landscape. And apparently for like nine days or even longer, she like blacked out her windows. She just pretty much like hunkered down in her room and had like no communication. Her roommate would like leave food by her door and she's like kind of like, you know, you know, those old school like prisons where they just kind of like take it <laughs> take it out of like me, man. Not not for nothing. Didn't you go through a similar spell earlier this year when you were hunkering down in your basement and just kind of Yeah, that's why I found the story the pretty pretty the interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like sunglasses, everything's too bright. Yeah, for real, man. That's why I think I kind of like re- re- resonate with her. And she said okay. she she went insane during the process of that. And hundred um, percent, obviously. <laughs> yeah, there's like this well, artist from like the 10th century, Hildegard von Bingen. Have you ever heard about uh, her? Have you heard about her? She apparently I, I like know, intense Yo, composer. I love how you're diving deep now. Eh? You're getting in there. Okay, okay. So tell me about her. She's an intense composer, yes. Um, yeah, like apparently she got, um, what's the word? Like uh, she got like put put in like a jail kind of thing okay. where she, so she was kind of sectioned off and she didn't really uh, have any outside communication with the, the, the outside world for way longer than nine days or in my case, two months. I think it was like years. And- uh-huh. So Grimes got uh, tons of inspiration from her, uh, from her compositions and her story. And, you know, she went insane on this album. So I just found that was an interesting tidbit. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, no, hey, that's a deep cut, man. That's a deep cut. So there you go. Wow. <laughs> I love that, D. Good stuff, man. Yeah, uh, I, got, I, took yeah. A, I took a page out of your book on you, that one, you brother. Did. You did. I you did. were real good. I yeah, quick some quick shoot, shoot. All right, well let's uh, let's move on. That's great stuff. Great conversation there, guys. Check out Grimes. Check out Masego. Both of them are incredibly talented for different reasons, but they sound great. And both of them, I would say that they're pretty pretty high energy, right? So like, if you need like a lift, if you need like something positive, check out their music. They're really really innovative. Get your mind going a little bit, uh, and there's something that's a little outside the box. So yeah, that's that ahead, man. Oh, shout outs to, while we're out here, just shout outs to Beezer. He says he loves the background. He says it's like oh. a Pokemon or, or a poster or something. It's actually a chakra uh, throw, but thank you, Beezer. Appreciate you and uh, appreciate everyone commenting. Please get those comments in um, as, as we go on because we have a really special treat right now, don't we? Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I mean... I would have to say Snorlax for me. Do you have a favorite Pokemon? <laughs> I don't even, I've never watched Pokemon. Even oh, like, yeah, yeah it's crazy. Yeah. All right, we'll save that for another day. But yes, it's time for us to bring on our guests. This is the first time we're going to have a guest on our show, so we're both very excited. Uh, v, you've introduced me to Jeff Blackwood, who is a loyal supporter for us. He's a mixer, and he's, a, sorry, a mixer engineer, and he's a producer, and he's a songwriter, a musician, an artist. He wears a lot of different hats, but he's been supporting with, of, of us, supporters of us since day one, so we're very excited for us to be here. Before you bring yeah. him on, V, do you have anything you want to preface about him? Yeah, um, and we'll probably get into it a bit, but uh, Jeff and I went to uh, Fanshawe Music Industry Arts together. Okay, okay. And, yeah, so we, we've, uh, that was in 2007, so we really have, like, a bit of a history. I got a chance to, you know, um, work with him on some some projects. We, we do have a project coming 
out um, in in a little while. So okay, well, well we have a bunch. Tell us about it. He can tell us yes. about that. Yeah, let's uh, let's so not let's really not. Excited? Yeah. So without uh, further uh, ado, <laughs> here is Jeff Blackwood. Welcome, hey, Jeff. Jeff. Yo yo yo, guys. How's it going? Well, very I don't good. know. Thank you. I don't know anything about Pokemon. I'll say that I can't add anything oh, to that okay. combo. <laughs> but so, all right, well, we're gonna have to study up, and maybe next week's show we can touch on it again. But uh, thank you for joining us, episode three of the Humblest, the Do It Yourself episode. Uh, so for this episode, I don't know if you've been following along. We really wanted to talk a little bit of shop about some creative ways that you can modify your everyday life or your home life to keep your art alive. For those people out there that are still trying to struggle to create. Maybe you can help us with some tips there. So, uh, but before we get started, how are you feeling today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm really good. Um, had some crazy active weather earlier. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was yeah. I saw. I saw via uh, your videos there. It was it was pretty whack there. I don't think we got anything like that. Just just kind of crazy winds and um, some rain here. But no, all all good. Really excited to be talking to you, dudes. Yeah, uh, cheers. If you guys have a cup, yes. we got to bring we get back. Started, Everyone out there, everyone, if you have something to drink, I got my juice box. V, what do you got going over there? Got my uh, English breakfast tea, brother. All right. And Jeff? What do you got, Jeff? I just have some coffee, boys. Okay. Coffee well, cheers. Cheers to you. Cheers. 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 I love the juice cheers. box. Cheers, cheers guys. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's get right into it. V, uh, do you want to hire us off with the first question or shall I? Yeah, let's 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 keep it um, general. We, we already have some questions from... <clears throat> some of the, the YouTube community for Jeff and, and uh, we're going to put that on in a bit, but um, you know, let's start general to start. And Jeff, you know, I know you for a long time now and I know you as a positive guy and that, that I know is a hard thing to accomplish, like a, a consistent positive attitude. Can you just generally give us some um, ideas of, or some tips on how you stay positive? Is there a mantra is there something you do daily? Like, why are you such a positive guy? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of you to say that, and I would I would echo the same to you, buddy. Always. Thank you. Thank and you. I I think what that comes with I think it comes with effort. It doesn't it doesn't always come naturally, right? And and sometimes you have to go through ups and downs to be able to appreciate um, life and appreciate um, every single day, right? And appreciate the people around you. So I definitely had some ups and downs, and I think with without the downs. I wouldn't be that way. And there's definitely been stretches of my life where I absolutely was not that way, but it's just focusing on what really matters out of life. And uh, there's a couple of things, I guess, like I, I listened to some uh, podcasts. I listened to a guy, Gary V, Gary oh, Vaynerchuk. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if there's any, any followers, shout outs. Um, I listen to him all the time. And so you just have to, if you're feeling down, I think you have to go to those places that you know can bring you up. That's, that's a big thing, whether that's for me playing guitar or, or chatting with friends or whatever it is. Um, it, it's an ongoing process. But, yeah, I appreciate that. No, so how, good how, answer. Important, how important is it uh, to keep that positive mentality when you're trying to create new music? It, it's, yeah. Uh, if, you're be, in a bad be, mood, if you're in a bad mood, do you just abandon it altogether or do you channel even that bad mood when you're creating? Uh, I, I, you know what? I think it's a good question. If if it can if it can help your art at all, I think you kind of roll with it. But I'm a, a firm believer that if it's not flowing, then you know step aside. You can definitely force some things, but I think that you know the best uh, projects kind of come a little bit more naturally. And so I don't I don't know what like th this could be a roundtable. Like, what do you think about that? Be 
Yeah, it's a, it's a, I think you just got to lean into what you're feeling at the time and just, just roll with it. Cause you know, sometimes like we talked about on the red is rain reviews, you need some of those hard emotions to, to channel some of that song, those songs, but. And if you have deadlines, you got, if you have deadlines, that's a whole different story, right? You just have to do it. Um, You got to put that aside almost, right? Exactly. Yeah. He has a song. He has a song called no deadlines. (laughs) Don't remember that song, Jeff? But, I do uh, with Rory. Yeah. 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 Shout out I to love Rory. That I don't know where he's at, but good. Great yeah. song. Yeah. But, um, let Dante, yeah, I know you have some questions, uh, some other questions. Let's, let's keep them running. Sure. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't want to get, give you my heavy question just yet, but you know, from a technical aspect and, you know, like as an aspiring artist or something, someone that just wants to create something, um, wh- what's a good starting point? Do you think that someone should be learning about stuff on YouTube? Do you think someone should just maybe do a, a lesson, a course, or a writing, or how, how how would you tackle this if you want to introduce someone to music for the first time? Yeah, to, to start creating music, I think you have to start doing it. So with that, whatever that means for you, if you want to go out and, and buy a guitar, that was the first thing I did. You know, when I had the desire to play music, I got a guitar and I, I played it. You know, I, I figured it out. And you'll learn very quickly whether you have a natural knack for it. Because so he, what, if, what about for people that, like, say, like a singer, for example, that's used to going to a studio? Now they got to work from home. How would you? What, what advice would you give them to transition from that, from studio to home life? Yeah, definitely. I, I think I could point to some of the things that V is doing, like you know, buying a, a reasonably priced microphone that's not going to break the bank. Um, doing some research as to what you need to make a song. You know, you need an interface. You need some gear. So. Ideally, you don't break the bank on that, but just figure out what you need and just start and start doing it. I'm a, I'm a firm believer in doing um, for me personally, and it could be a different workflow for everyone else. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of courses out there that you can take online and YouTube videos, but everyone has different workflows in, in different ways that they learn. So I would say to, to try all the different ways, watch a video. If that resonates with you, uh, then go that way. Um, if if learning by doing then then do right? right and as well like reach out to people that are doing and see how, how see how they got started for sure i think those are so, a few ways i don't know if you noticed v over the years over the years over the weeks he uh, his pop filter has, has grown so he had no pop filter and then he had a <laughs> oh no i didn't, I didn't notice the pop filter you, you, you didn't see the oh you didn't see the I don't know. Uh, pantyhose Go ahead, Dante. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. True. The pantyhose. Yes. Yeah. 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 And That's then eventually, so and eventually he eventually graduated to having a, a proper pop filter. Uh, did you do anything like that yourself? Like, did you have to maybe do your own soundproofing or, or like make your own pop filter or anything like that? I, I have this um, super, like, I could show it to you. It's actually on, on the floor right now, and I won't because it's not set up. But yeah, I, like, I'm in a room that's not very soundproof right now. So, um, you know, I'm just settling into this place. So I'm going to be setting up. It's a little vocal booth that I found online that just has some okay. like PVC piping in like cloth um, in a light in it or whatever. Right. So and it's it's tiny and it's super hot, but uh, it, it does the trick. So wow. absolutely. You kind of have to make shift with what you have. Right. We, yeah. we don't all have budgets to to soundproof our entire, you know, rooms no. uh, in the house. So. It definitely you have to roll with that and, and do what you can but you, hear you know what at the end of the day if you don't have soundproofing record and if it's if it's good it's going to be fine 
right? Especially at the start, when you're just kind of learning the whole process, just do, 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 put out, put out music, um, and, and then you'll grow from there and learn everything. Um, Jeff, we have a question from Penguin Paul. I would put it up on the screen, but I'm scared it might <laughs> cover your face. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, you can try. You can try. You can try. You want me to it's try? all good. I'm yeah. Not, I'm not, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. Loudness awards. Does loudness achievement mixing or mastering? Oh, good question, uh, Penguin Point. Um, yeah, the loudness wars. I, I think definitely back in the day. That, not back in the day, but I, I would say probably ten years ago. That was a big thing before the streaming days. But I don't know if people are familiar. But when you upload your song to DistroKid or Sorry, I'm getting too specific. When you upload it to, say, Spotify or whatever, um, or an Apple Music, they they regulate um, the the they regulate the loudness of it. So it's not it's not one set loudness. Um, they they each have different ones. So you can go to I can't remember what the resource is. Um, I think it's called Loudness Penalty. Um, shout outs to that website. It, it it's pretty cool. If you go on there. You could, excuse me, <coughs> excuse me, boys. You can upload your song, and then it'll tell you what Spotify is going to do to it. So if it's too loud, it'll say that Spotify is going to decrease it by two dB or decibels or whatever it is, and you'll you'll find it that way. But to to try to bring value, I would say that to get if you want louder in a in a day and age that you have all these websites and, and the platforms automating your volume, um, use it by um, your actual mix and by that take advantage of again this is kind of getting in depth but the Fletcher Mun Munson curve um, is oh. your loudness so your mid-range determines how loud you perceive um, a signal so focus on your mid-range uh, penguin boy uh, for <laughs> sure and try try to uh, balance that properly and get a good uh, kind of aggressive but uh, workable mid-range and you'll you'll achieve more perceivable loudness in your mixes um okay great we have we have a couple more thank you thank you i'm sorry if that was too convoluted hey, no, i don't I know it. i love it yeah i love it i love it the only hey. mid-range i knew about was the, the jumper <laughs> true 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 I'm, yeah. I'm i'm there's a there's a bunch of questions for you man it's it's awesome you're 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 drawing it out of the community so we're trying to keep Beautiful. trying to keep it going because you know we do have a time um limit yeah. but at the same time we want to make sure people are getting their their questions answered as well as us we have a few questions more for you as well so um jody's asking is there room for enhancing she doesn't mean room but is it possible to enhance the sound quality of something after you record it it's a general question but what do you yeah. think oh 100 yes absolutely um just processing Right, so when you bring it into the the DAW, the digital audio workstation, like GarageBand, people are probably familiar with, um, you bring it in there, and then you you manipulate the the signal, right? You um, you can do whatever you want with it um, based on the scope of whatever plugins are out there, and there's trillions of them. So yes, um, I would say though you can't fix you can't fix a, a poorly recorded um, you know piece of audio. There's a, there's definitely a point where it's like okay you you have to re-record it and I've definitely experienced that and I've had to to work with people and tell them that they have to re-record things so try to get it done the right way on the way in 
for sure because otherwise you're going to be giving yourself some headaches and you, and whoever is is working on your song they're not going to be too happy so, so that's interesting there blackwood um that kind of leads me into one of my questions i have for you with respect to relationships okay and i, I want to actually harken back to an interview that i found this is my heavy question for you uh, I, I did some research back in the 2010 you did an interview for metalworks and you cited a, a couple of courses that you took business communication and marketing uh, with Vel Osmanaz, yes, I, I struggled with that always too. Vel, Vel, yeah. Vel o, he's the man. Vel o, yeah, Vel yeah. O and Jim Morris, and you cited them as being big time influencers. So it did seem like from that interview that you were stressing the importance of communication, and you just gave us an example of you having to speak to an artist and asking them to re-record that. That was back in 2010. How like does that lesson still carry on today? You as a 2020, like how important is that communication and those relationships to you? Yeah, they're they're paramount, absolutely, because you have to establish trust with the people that you're working with. And so um to do that, you have to be available and you have to be open and honest and, and obviously the same from them. But if you don't establish that trust and that consistency with how you're interacting with someone when you tell them something they're 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 going to be like ah no i don't think so right and, and you're 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 just going to have a tumultuous time with the whole process so definitely communication is, is paramount i know the I, actual the actual um sorry to sorry go ahead no, i was um, just going to ask if you had any communications issues working with v so far <laughs> no 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 i don't think so <laughs> We didn't have a communication issue, but just um, I wasn't clear about deadlines. Speaking of deadlines, right, right, right. yeah, right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, totally, <laughs> totally, and, and, yeah. And that that was just a little blip, but yeah, definitely. Um, See, even buddies, even buddies, and even like you know, it happens. It this that goes to show that you know what, like especially when you're working with friends, um, you need to be thorough. You need to be, you, you got to ha handle it like a business. You got to be. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very yeah. With your expectations and, and you know, lay out, lay out um, what, what everyone's, you know, takeaways and what they're responsible for and when and, and kind of provide a framework for sure. Yeah. And that that's an interesting thing to, to talk about because I know a lot of people in our community, they're probably at the stage of working with friends, right? Where yeah. we work with friends, and how do you transition to that to something a little bit more professional? And yeah. it's good to have that framework, a hundred percent. I mean, it can get kind of dicey, right? And you don't want to compromise the friendship. I know, you know, even with me and Dante with this show, we have to, you know, we're sometimes on 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 each other to be a little bit more um, thorough and a little bit more detailed. So it's a, it's a great thing to bring up. Um, I, I totally think it, it's it's valuable for the community. Um, yeah. we have, we have Sorry, I'll just add one more thing there. If you, if you have if you've already established something um, with that person, the good thing is is that it, that's it's not going to be lost, right? You know that the love is there and the respect is there, and then you work it out. Right. Yeah. yeah. You hope so. Yes, you hope so. <laughs> one, one <Yeah>. more. Ideally. <laughs> yeah. One more question from uh, Penguin Poi. Um, okay, so. He's actually got a bunch, so I'm, I'm going to have to, like, pick and choose here. And what I'll do, uh, Penguin Poise, I'll send these questions to Jeff afterwards because I don't think we're going to have time for them all, but we really appreciate you, you know, yeah. reaching out to him and making sure that, um, you know, he, he gets his eyes on it. And as you can see, 
We have his uh, Twitter link there in the in the bottom of the the screen, or sorry, his Instagram. So please uh, connect with him and and any of us, yeah. and we'll make sure we'll make sure we get you uh, your answer. But hey, Jeff, when I gain stage, my mixes, the final mix always sounds dull and quiet, and when I add my adaptive limiter, it distorts the mix. How does saturation really make a difference? Oh. Wow, I need Google Translate. I gotta Google this. Gotta Google <laughs> um, so I, oh man. Can you repeat it, Yeah, can you repeat it one more time? Yeah, when I gain stage my mixes, the final mix always sounds dull and quiet. When I add my adaptive limiter, it distorts the mix. How does saturation really make a difference? I would, I would say, and this we could. This is a pretty deep one. Um, that I'll just give a, a, a short answer here. I'll say for sure, like gain stage big time and keep your levels low going in. Um, keep them between like minus 18 and minus 12 with your with your main tracks being around, you know, minus six kind of thing. And then you, that should be feeding a healthy level to your master, uh, your two bus there. And then um, with your limiter, just don't, I don't know how you're using it, but don't crank it. Be very, uh, be very oh. subtle with it. Or, or or take it off to begin with and, and see where you're at if you have you never crank your limiter never crank the limiter <laughs> you, you take the it. take yeah. the limiter off and see where your levels are running and see where your issues are because that would that would tell you um, pretty quickly I think where your issues are because you may have some gain staging issues from a plug in it make sure just real quick plug into plug in that your gain staging is good right you could have it coming in properly but then you maybe you have something cranked on a compressor and then it's it's tripping out all of your gain staging and your you're clipping something. So just check plug in to plug in and, and take off the limiter and see where you're at. Sorry, that was No, that no, was I think that's quick. that's that's a great um great thing. And I that that I'm 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 gonna rewatch because I, I'm gonna probably need that when I'm working on some of my yeah, mixes. Yeah. Um so thank you, Penguin Poi, for for the in-depth questions. One and, and one, on the limiter, the limiter, make sure it's at uh, minus point three. That's super specific, but the output of the limiter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you you could potentially be clipping. No, yeah, and I think uh, right. that's a good segue to to the last question that I want to ask you before we get you out of here is with respect to mixing and recording. Um, what one tip can you give indie artists um, to improve their production? What what can they do? And you know, I, I know you're going to have a couple answers, but you know, I, so I, do, you, do you want me to go like? A, and I know you asked for one, but I. I kind of have, I kind of have a bunch of quick hits. Give it, if, give it. Quick if you want, hit it, right? Hit it. Hit oh, okay, so just, so figure out who you are as an artist. Okay, collaborate with people. Um, research different tools for songwriting. Like there's a really cool one called. Um, um, oh geez, I'm I'm drawing a blank. I use it all the time for like chord chord uh, progressions and stuff like that. But just research those. Um, there's pure mix and there's mix with the masters. Those are online uh, tutorials, and they have amazing people on there. Um, nice. Mix all the time. Just find sessions or ask a friend to send you raw tracks and mix them constantly, right? Spend a whole night going through and finding samples that you like for reference later. That's a Beautiful. big time saver. Oh, Use a reference plugin or, or bring in reference tracks to your song. So if you have like a trap song, bring in a, a, a trap song that you kind of want to mimic the sound of into your session into your okay. garage band or whatever, your logic, and then occasionally listen to that song and then come back to it and your ears are gonna tell you where you're off. 
Okay, that's going to help help big time. And there's also plugins for that um, as well. Okay, take breaks. Big one. Take breaks for sure. You're going to get ear fatigue. Um, try out some ear training, right? So there's a ton of ear training apps where it can go through and it'll give you, it'll hit you with like a sine wave or a sound. It'll ask you, well, like what, what frequency is that? And then that'll yeah. train your ears to be a better mixing engineer. Yeah. Find a friend or a mentor, um, try different DAWs, digital audio workstations, and then find the one that works best with your workflow. And uh, don't compare yourself to others. I know that's, that's not really a, a production tip, but it's a big one. Just, no, just amazing. keep your head down and work with others, but don't compare yourself with, with others, but work with others a lot. Yeah. Wow. That, that's awesome. huge, huge, huge list. list. Good. Yeah. Good. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back after this that's and like, this. Write it down. yeah, yeah like, I'm going to have to rewatch it for sure. And awesome. Cool. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here, yeah. Jeff. We Thanks, really, Jeff. really appreciate you. We want everyone to follow Jeff. Um, he's again, he's been a huge supporter of the show. You yeah. can find him at, um, I think it's at Blackwood Music on with Instagram. Three. With, with a three. With a three instead of the B. Yeah, and then uh, Blackwood on Twitter and Blackwood on Facebook, I think. No music. I got to I gotta get those all uh, synced on one yeah. day. But yeah. hit him up on Instagram. He's active yeah. there the most. And we're going to be following up with him, obviously, in coming weeks when um, we, we, we uh, our song comes out a bit more, right? So yeah. Yes, yeah. again sometime in the future. For sure, guys. Thank you so much for having me on. And the, the show is amazing. And just uh, big ups to you guys and keep it going. I'll be watching every week for Thank sure. You. Thank All you, right. brother. Cheers, boys. Cheers, man. Right. Peace Cheers. out. Peace out. Thanks, guys. Okay. And that is Jeff was Jeff Blackwood. That was that was hey. fun, wasn't it? Our first guest. Yeah. I wish yeah. we had oh like gosh. an applause machine or something. Yeah, that was no. awesome. He came correct. He had a lot of good answers, a lot of good thoughts with that. I love that. I love that he put some thought into this. It's great. Yeah. And hey, I just wanted to give another quick shout out to uh, Mario. We we missed him the first week, but his favorite Pokemon, Psyduck. Psyduck. Classic. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that, Pokemon. but shout out yeah. to Mar. I know. Oh, you, I know. You like, you like Psyduck. I like Psyduck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like cool. cool. Sure. That's fair. And then Jody says her favorite would be Vivekomon. I guess that's <laughs> me as a Pokemon. Just shout out to Jones. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right. But before we go, uh, let's, let's wrap this up soon. We do want to give some love to our future artists of the week. All right. So this future artist is Aaron Fairchild. Now, Aaron Fairchild uh, just released a new song that we were kind of keeping an eye on called Keep Living. And that was sort of the, the crux of our, our feature here, Aaron Fairchild. So V, you put me on Aaron. How'd you find Aaron? Um, That's a good question. I think it was through... Pre like looking for other artists to get a pre-save uh, my stuff and yeah. his stuff as well. So we kind of connected there and then now he's part of the pre-save group and yeah, the rest is history. <laughs> Beautiful. So a couple of background little tidbits that I found out uh, just looking this guy up. Uh, I thought it was interesting that he grew up in a military family. So he understands yes. the importance of discipline and how he traveled around quite a bit. That was interesting. Yes. Something that was seems to be understated and correct me if I'm wrong, that he had cancer and he overcame it. I don't know if you read that someplace, but no, I might, I I might be incorrect, but that yeah, does Aaron, like if you're it. listening, let us know. Yeah. Let us know wow. if that was something, if I got that correct or not, but that seems like something that was really, really interesting and would have been interesting to feature in our week last week with the whole uh, overcoming obstacles. Um, but let's talk a little bit about this track. So what were your first impressions of the song? Um, I love it, man. I, I really, really love it. And, and again, another reason, you know, we're trying to tie in 
artists to our themes. Um, Aaron D DIY, you know, he, he wrote it, he mixed it, he mastered it and produced it. So to me, that was a no brainer in bringing him in, into this week's feature, you know? And, uh, like I said, that's not an easy thing to do if you're an artist and, and I struggle with that. Um, I'm trying to, you know, improve that on, on my, my own, but I, I appreciate that about this track. So shout outs to Aaron for that first and right. foremost, the song itself. I think it's, it's awesome. Like it, you know, it's very current with the times. Um, the beat is heavy. The drums are heavy, amazing samples. Um, love how it builds. The second verse just gets really raw and like a little bit, you know, that's when he starts diving yep. in on the socio political stuff. I and that too. I you notice that, that too. Yep. And I think, yep. you know, I, I see a lot of similarities when, when like, um, you know, some of his influences, well, he's, he's, you know, most deaf Chuck D, um, you know, makes sense. I found an interesting influence there with, uh, Damien, Damien Albarn, Albarn, the, the guy from the gorillas. Okay. Uh, you know, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That was an interesting um, influence I found. Um, huh. Huh. So in, some of my thoughts, can I, I'm going to interject here. Um, just, I yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you have one more last thought? Yeah, one, more. yeah one, last, one more last thought sure. um, is I thought like, you know, as a rapper, like I was saying how, um, what I noticed about the song is like, you know, and, and it, it kind of made me aware of what, what I do. Like when I start a song or a verse, it's almost about like, he started and you're like flexing it. You know, he starts it like I'm, I'm uh Kimbo slice with Kendo blades, you know, like it's like, I'm, I'm, you know, you big yourself up before you really get into the crux of what you're saying. So I thought that was really dope. I, I loved his references. Uh, he, he talked about 808s, uh, I guess the Kanye West album. He referenced a lot of video game stuff like Dragon Ball Z and uh, Game Boys and uh, Super Nintendo, Super Smash Brothers, stuff like that too. So it feels like he's he's very kind of pop culture savvy and probably a gamer uh, growing up. Mm. I also noticed the influences, MF Doom, Mad Lib, Public Enemy, Most Def, very right. conscious rappers. To me, Fairchild came across as being like a lyricist, like lyric conscious uh, song, um, even the hook. The hook is very simple. It's catchy. Yes, as hell. yes, yeah. Catchy as hell, but it's yeah. simple, right? Yeah, for real. The, the, the verses is where you see uh, some clever rhyming schemes, especially towards the second half of the second verse. He doesn't yes. do traditional rhyming. He kind of yeah. doubles up in certain lines or whatever. Yes. Uh, so that that does show that he's, um, you know, there's thought into it, right? It's not just about sounding good. It's about saying something and fitting it into that space, you know, those 16 bars or whatever you're, you're rhyming there. Uh, I agree with you. The first verse is kind of smooth uh, and a little lighter. And then the second verse, right. you start to hear like a deeper piano kind of, kind yes. of playing in there. Yeah. Um, if you're watching the video, and I recommend you watch the video, that just dropped, I guess, two weeks ago. But there's like black lines that kind of come in in the second verse with the beat that kind of like right. reflects cool. the intensity. Yes. Um, did you have any thoughts about the video? Yeah, like, and and I think, you know, the, like I said, I, I can relate to him in certain ways. Um, you get the sense, you know, keep living, right? And, and you know, for a different way, like he's talking about, you know, the, the social uh, climate there. And, and you can tell in, in a lot of his rhymes and his, his verses, he's, he's fed up, right? He's like, 
he's hustling for money. Like he, there's a lot of references for trying to make money and make some money out of, of what he's doing. And even in the video himself, you see him in this, I don't know if that's like a, like a work attire or what kind of like like a a jumper. Yeah. Like a work, like he's, you know, like he's putting in work, you know, he's really like um, hustling to get where he's at and you can, you can tell. So for those that haven't seen it yet, it is it's pretty much a lyric video, but it's him in front of like a very colorful graffiti wall. And he's just sort of, it's just hit, the camera's on him the entire time. It's, it's very simple video. Like, you know, it wouldn't have been that difficult for them to to create. There's some, some effects, some visual effects, but, and it's very colorful. Like you don't get bored though. You know, even though it's just him standing there, you don't get bored. Right. He's high energy. He's got a lot of body, body movements about like, you know, really kind of embodies the song that he's, he's singing here. Um, so I thought it was like, you know, pretty a simple but effective video that complemented the song well. Really showcased it, like having the lyrics on the bottom really shows you how much of a lyricist he is. For real. And uh, and it's just a banger of a song, you know, it's just it's a good song you can hear at a club anytime. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. And so like much continued success to Aaron Fairchild that you know, um we'll be keeping our eyes eyes on where where you go from here and uh hit us up, make sure you stay in touch um any other thoughts well i just yeah i am looking forward to seeing what he comes out with next i do think that you know for someone who does seem like he's kind of still uh on the early stages of his career he does look like he's he's quite far along in that path mm-hmm. uh, i'm curious to see how this song in particular does maybe like in like two three months i go back and check and see what the numbers look like uh but i, I think you know i i really enjoyed this one and uh you know i gotta give you credit for finding him gotta give him credit for putting it together and yeah let's see let's hear some more from him in the future absolutely yeah so shout out to aaron we'll, we'll uh we'll keep you posted and uh yeah thanks yeah. for submitting thanks for submitting um yeah we'll look forward to uh for next week we're gonna have another independent artist that we're gonna feature on uh we're gonna follow up the show. Is it safe for us to wrap this up now? I think it is, but we're we're yeah. little over time. But uh, yeah. hey, first guest. That's not that's not too shabby, you yeah. know. Thank you very much for sticking with us. We'll put timestamps in the in the in the the comments there and links below for different songs for us to check out. We're gonna have a question of the week for you guys earlier in the week for the theme. So we'd love to hear your engagement and look forward to more things and bigger things for this weekend. We'll pump it up throughout the week. Yeah, it might be it might be either myself, Dante, or we even have a third member, uh, Jody, who sure you know does a little bit of behind the scenes, and we're, we might uh, have her do the video. So if you see another person uh, doing right. the question of the week, like we're just you know we're expanding, we're we're trying to keep you guys engaged. Um, right. We love all the support we've we've gotten so far. Shout outs to everyone who's who's um, you know been tuning in and, and keeping us uh, on our toes because yeah. you know. We we learn from the questions we get, and we learn from um, all the all these things that are happening in the culture itself. So, awesome! I'm having a great time with it. So, V, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. I'm sure we'll talk soon. The rain has stopped. Let's get outside for a little bit, man. All right, you as well, Dante. Peace all out, right. guys. We'll catch we'll you again you next week. Peace.